0: We all wear masks at times, and there's nothing necessarily really wrong with that, but it really can have an impact on us overall, and certainly on our ability to really heal. Welcome to the Courageous Journeys Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Oliveira, former trauma therapist and survivor of childhood trauma. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage, get settled in. And let's take this journey together. So, I've talked a few different times about masks being seen, that sort of thing. I actually recorded an audio of a really powerful poem called The Masks I Wear, or something like that. Um, I'll share a link for that so you can listen. But... It really is quite powerful. It's something I think that almost all of us can really deeply relate to. And the reason that we wear masks are different for different people. But generally speaking, one of the foundational aspects of it is that we do not believe that we, as we are, are worthy of being seen. We fear being seen. And so we wear a mask. And for people that experience childhood trauma, that mask is developed in large part as not just a way of coping, though it is, but it goes much further than that. In many aspects, it is a form of survival. Because that mask isn't just for other people, that mask is for ourselves. When we can put the mask on that everything is okay, then we can try to believe that everything is okay. We need to be able to believe that things are not as bad as we've experienced them to be, which is part of the reason that we minimize and rationalize. But there's a couple of problems, significant problems, with the masks that have an ongoing impact on how we view ourselves and really our ability to heal. One of the first things that can be really problematic for us with wearing a mask when we don't necessarily still need to for survival. So we may still feel that we need to because we don't feel safe and that sort of thing, but that's part of healing. But when we wear a mask in our adult lives, whether we're interacting just out in public with people that we don't really know very well, a friend, or even in the workplace, and sometimes even with our own families. When we wear a mask, we typically tend to wear them pretty continuously. We may change what mask we're wearing, depending on the day, depending on who we're with or what it is we're trying to do. And I want to make clear that this is not something that makes you Bad or that you're doing something wrong. Again, most of us, when we're doing it, aren't even really aware that we're doing it. But because we tend to wear a mask virtually all the time, one form or another, it makes it, if not impossible, (laughs) incredibly difficult to really connect within, to connect with our truest selves. And when we don't have an opportunity, when we don't really allow ourselves to connect with the truth of who we are, well, one, we continue to believe the lies that we've told ourselves, all the false beliefs, but we also don't get an opportunity to really recognize and honor the reality of who we are, all of us, all the parts of ourselves the scared parts, the strong parts, the courageous parts, the fearful parts, the hurt parts, the victorious parts. When we're wearing a mask, it keeps us from being able to connect on a deeper level with ourselves. And when we're not able to do that, it affects everything. It our affects it really affects our ability to feel peaceful, certainly connected, and even joyful to a degree. So being able to recognize that we're wearing a mask is really important, and then working to release it is part of the healing. So the kinds of masks that we wear, like I said, can be different depending on the day, who you're interacting with, all sorts of things. But one kind of easy way to look at this, one that you'll probably be able to relate to quite significantly is everything's fine, right? And not just like somebody makes you mad and I'm fine kind of thing. I've definitely done that. That was a huge thing for me. Um, but really making yourself believe that you're fine. So not being able to acknowledge difficult emotions, difficult experiences, Telling yourself it's not a big deal, the rationalizing, all the different kinds of things that we do to make ourselves believe that we're really fine when our heart and our body know that not to be true. And it doesn't have to be something really significant. Of course, it could be. But it could be even just, I'm feeling really tired today, or I'm not feeling well today. Or I miss this person who died and I'm grieving. So it can be a lot of things. But if we're not able to really look beyond the mask, feel beyond the mask, then we never get an opportunity to really honor what is present for us. We stay disconnected in our mind and even our body. The other way that this becomes really problematic, really inhibits our ability to heal, is that when we are wearing a mask, whatever that mask might be, we are not able to truly connect with other people. Now, I've heard a lot of people say over the years, oh, I'm connected. I've got all these people in my life and I talk to them all the time. Well, that may be true, and that's certainly not a bad thing, generally speaking. But there's a difference between engaging, texting, messaging, talking, and connecting. Connecting happens at a deeper level, at a vulnerable level. And unless you're brand new to me, you've likely heard me say, healing happens in connection. It's the only way that healing can happen. Truly, emotional healing from childhood trauma or any experience that in which somebody hurt you, betrayed you, especially something from childhood, the only way that we can heal that, truly and deeply heal that, is through connecting with other people. We can Improve things to a degree, potentially without that. But to really experience the deep healing that you deserve, it cannot happen without connection. And the only way that we can experience true connection is by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, in part by taking off that mask. Because when we do not allow people, to see beyond the mask, to really see us, to get to know us, not the facade, but the true us. If we don't give people an opportunity to see and know that, we cannot be, feel, or trust in any connection that we have with them, deep connection, Because we know, even if not consciously, we know that the person they're responding to, the person they're engaging with, is the mask that you're wearing. The confident, the smart, and of course, if you're smart, you're smart, and everybody here is going to be smart. Um, The strong, the whatever mask it is, the comedian, the fixer, the stoic, whatever the mask is, that person, you know that that person is engaging in that with the person wearing that mask. Or I'm sorry. Let me say that again. You know that that person is engaging with the facade, the persona of the mask. So I hope that makes sense. And because we know that when they seem interested, when they seem to care, In our mind, we tell ourselves, well, it's only because I make them laugh. It's only because I haven't shared what's really going on. It's only because whatever. And if they really knew, then they wouldn't feel that way. Because we have, as childhood trauma survivors, an incredible skill at being able to look at anything and turn it in a way that doesn't allow us to take in the good from whatever that is. And if you're watching this, I'm pretty sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. And we do that in part because of those core beliefs. And I've talked about that many times. So when we then can say to ourselves, well, they only think that or feel that because they don't know the real me, You're able to continue to believe that, and therefore you never feel connected. You can never learn to trust that you are worthy of connection, of somebody caring, of supporting you. And so it keeps us disconnected, not just from other people, but again, it keeps us disconnected from ourselves. So much of healing requires us to practice taking off the mask. And I know that that can feel incredibly scary. People have shared with me many times over the years, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Who am I going to be when I heal? Like, that's terrifying. I have to figure out who I am. And the truth is that we don't need to figure out who we are. When you are able to heal, you connect with the truth of who you've always been. Because who you are doesn't change when you heal. Like who you are at your core doesn't change. You may change how you show up in the world, but that's because you're more confident and free. But who you are doesn't change. When we begin to allow ourselves to be seen. When we can say to somebody, when they ask, hey, how have you been? And we can say, it's been a rough week. While that can feel incredibly vulnerable and you might even beat yourself up and say, well, that was stupid, they don't really care, whatever. If you can be honest with yourself first and then with somebody else, an experience that they can hear that, they can witness that in you and not change anything. They don't suddenly like look at you like you've got three heads and want to walk away. They can maybe say, oh, tell me what's going on, or, oh, sorry to hear that, or, uh, oh, are you okay? And when we can allow ourselves to be open to that, to receiving that, which is a practice. It's not going to happen naturally. You have to really keep practicing. But when we can allow ourselves to receive that, it begins to shift what we believe about who we are. It begins to create connection. And that is how healing happens. Now, it needs to happen again and again and again over time in order to continue to move through this healing process. But that is many steps up that mountain, allowing ourselves to be seen in the good and the bad and the neutral. Right? So many of us wear a mask that only allows the good or the positive or the accomplishment. To be seen, but none of us are all that. We're complex beings with complex feelings and experiences. Nobody is happy a hundred percent of the time. Nobody is successful, meaning they've succeeded at it hundred and ten percent with everything that they try to do. Nobody does that because it can't happen. But yet we put that pressure on ourselves, and if we don't do that, then we're not worthy of being seen. We put the mask on, maybe even kind of laughing at our so-called failure to mask the fear that we're feeling and the shame that we're feeling, and to make it seem like when somebody else laughs along with us, Maybe it's not so bad, but internally, it's reinforcing the shame that we're feeling. Practicing showing up without a mask is not easy. Like I said, we're often not even aware that we're wearing a mask. It's such a kind of permanent fixture. But we have all done that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be really clear about that. That's not a weakness. Again, it's a way of coping. It's a way of figuring out how to survive in the world. And there's absolutely nothing wrong or bad or weak in that. But you deserve to feel the truth of who you are. The strong, courageous, successful, loving, beautiful being that you are. But if you're wearing a mask, you never get to connect to the truth of that. And if you're wearing a mask, nobody else gets to see the truth of that. They may see a mask that looks like a lot of that, but that's a mask. That's not the real you, the true you. The you that can laugh and cry or at least feel the need to cry because being able to cry might be a whole other issue (laughs) that you might have to be able to work through. But we need to allow people to see all of us. And this is one of the reasons why the therapeutic relationship can be so powerful because for many people, a therapist is the only person who gets to see beyond many of the masks. It may take a a very long time before you allow a therapist to see you without any mask whatsoever. But for many people who have experienced childhood trauma, it's in the therapeutic process that you begin to allow the mask to slip away. That's part of what happens in a therapeutic process is a therapist is generally... And they may talk about it in different ways or do it in different ways, but much of that can be about releasing the mask. And as you begin to experience the acceptance and support and genuine laughter together with whoever it may be, you begin to feel more grounded and trusting That you, as you are in any given moment, is more than enough. And when you begin to really feel grounded in that, it changes all your interactions. Because when you feel that sense of groundedness in that, when you go out into the world, whether it's meeting a new potential partner, or a friend, or a coworker, or a random stranger, because you are grounded, in knowing that you are enough, there's so much more freedom as you go about your day and all the interactions that you might have. And that happens because you allow yourself to be seen in moments with certain people that you have reason to believe might be safe for you to see or for them to be able to see you. And it builds from there. You deserve to feel that sense of freedom. And that is so much of what healing is. Allowing ourselves to live our lives without the mask. Knowing that even when we're not successful at something when we trip and fall, when we burn the dinner, when we forget to message somebody back, that in any and all moments we are enough. Doesn't mean I'm saying we're perfect, because none of us are in any given moment are we perfect. But we can still be enough. We can still be worthy of being seen, of acceptance and compassion. And you deserve that. Thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this space with me. Together, we heal. Make sure to subscribe. And if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a review. I'll look forward to connecting with you next time.